Brandon Brands. Hey, welcome to the show. On today's episode, we're talking about how to invest in your personal brand to grow while still working at your job. Check it out. In a world where advertising is ignored, business is exposed, and the only constant is change. How do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands, a home for those who think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here's your host, Brandon Berkmeyer. Hey there, and welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands. I'm Brandon Berkmeyer, and I believe that building a brand that matters is the only way for a business to thrive tomorrow. Tune in each week as I bring you marketing and branding advice and interviews with top marketers and entrepreneurs on these topics. Hit me up at brandonbrands.com. Shoot me a message on Facebook Messenger. I want to connect with you, and I try to give you as many ways as possible to do that. If you go to my website, you'll see a button right there that says, say, hey, and it'll message me directly and I will be there to talk to you. Well, let's connect. I do appreciate your time. I appreciate you listening. Thank you for tuning in and let's get going with this episode. Welcome to the show. Again, today, we want to talk a little bit about how you can develop yourself beyond what you're going to get at your company. A lot of people today work within an organization. They find a career path. They find something they get excited about that they have passion for, but they haven't relied on themselves to grow their skill set. What they do is they lean on the training of the company. They lean on the path that has been painted for them, but they don't go beyond themselves to figure out how to grow and become that next level manager, employee, the person being promoted, the person finding a seat eventually at that core leadership table. There are a few things you can do, uh, things that I found along my way uh, that I'd like to share with you today. So as a lot of you know, I grew up in the ad agency space. So right out of college, studied marketing in college, I jumped into an ad agency job in strategy. They called it media planning at the time. Uh, it's now called brand strategy or a lot of other things, but basically worked with brands to develop their stories, figure out who their customers are and how to reach them with commercials and media. And within that, you know, there's stages, you know, I started as an assistant doing a lot of the grunt work where you are you know, filing reports and looking at data, pulling data. You kind of grow along the way. You learn some of the tools. But, you know, as I've done that 17 years and I look back, there are some key things that, you know, you're never training to do the job that you want to be promoted to. And there's some key things I learned that, you know, and now that I've stepped outside of the box, uh, I found that there's a few things that I really should have spent more time on that now that I have more time I'm investing heavily in. The first thing I'd love to share, I'd love to encourage all of you to get out there and try to do is attend events. This might be the first thing that you've already thought of, but jot down events, number one, within your industry. What are the industry events that you hear everyone going to that only the C-level or owners are attending? You should find a way to go yourself to those events. It might be expensive. Find some way to attend. Find Buy a ticket on your own. You don't need your company's permission a lot of the time to go to these things. You don't need their permission to have them pay for it. But if it's important and it's a big enough event, 
Find a way to go yourself. Expose yourself to that kind of industry, that type of event, that type of experience. What you learn when you go to these kinds of things is that there's a lot that's happening out there in the in your industry that you aren't connected to. There's a lot of trends happening. There's a lot of partnerships you could be developing or people you could be meeting uh, that could advance you in your career, especially the people. That's a big part of it, but we'll get into that. So big events that your company is already attending, other events in your industry, Google your industry events and see what are the top ones that pop up. Make a list of the ones that really sound interesting to you. Look at their prices, find out what you can manage. Try to attend Start with one a year, but I would say try to do four a year. If you can do once a quarter or once every two months, you'll be on your way to starting to pick up some of those skills naturally that your your owners and managers already have. The other thing I would say is when looking at the events, then look beyond your industry to things that you're passionate about. Let's say for me, for example, in advertising, there was definitely a couple of events that were advertising specific, but there were some niches that I never thought of. So for example, there were niches like content creation or video that were definitely trends that I knew the industry was moving towards, but I'd never gone to a video specific or content creation specific summit. That would have been an amazing place to meet some of the major influencers in that industry or some of the categories that I worked on. So we're a service business in advertising. I worked a lot with restaurant businesses or with retail businesses. There were amazing trade shows for retail and for restaurants that if I had attended, I would have learned a lot more. And guess what? I actually probably would have made some friends, especially starting out, that were managers at my level that maybe also were attending several conferences or that were higher up. And as I matured in my career, those relationships that I could have developed and kept developing would have been a lot uh, more beneficial for me growing because you never know when that person gets promoted and becomes the next CMO, then they are looking for someone that they trust to be their partner. And that could be you. So think of this as, you know, your vertical that you're in and then the industries you touch, find one event from each of them to start and see where you could show up to at least experience it. And then once you experience it, maybe you find a way that you can add value. Maybe you see that some of the speakers that are there uh, are talking about things that you know a lot about, and maybe you want to practice to try to pitch to be a speaker at one of these conferences. Wouldn't that be great? Uh, Or you might just meet a lot of people that you could, again, bring back to your organization and share with them some of the contacts you've made. I bet you'd move a lot faster in your corporation in terms of getting promoted if you brought some of that value to the table. Second thing I wanted to talk to you about besides events is education. Yes, you're going to learn a lot on the job. Yes, you learned a lot at school, but there's nothing better than finding things you're passionate about and investing time in it. So first place, similar to events, first place you start is your specific industry. Find the topics that you're doing the most work on. Educate yourself on not just what's trending in the news and reading articles, but dive deep into the people that know the most about it and look at their content. Study their content. Look at what they're actually deploying. Look at what the best companies that do what you do are doing and see if you can learn something from what they're doing and bring those ideas into your organization. So beyond your industry, there's also things that you could work on in terms of your skills. 
maybe it is your ability to speak, your ability to network, your ability to write, your ability to create content, your ability to have conversations that lead to uh, partnerships, like whatever those things are that nurture your growth. They, you know, everyone has skills that they can work on as a person that they haven't tried yet. Maybe you need to learn how to write a little bit better or record audio so you can hear how you talk. Maybe you need to do better at interviewing or at coaching. Maybe you should be learning from other people on how best to get your employees motivated or your team motivated to produce better work. There's a lot you can work on. Make a list. Chart out the key components that are successful. Maybe look at your criteria for your job evaluation and say, okay, if I had to grow to be two times better or 10 times better in each of the categories that I'm evaluated on, and I had to do that on my own and invest 20 hours into each of these topics, what would I do? Would I buy a course online? Would I go to a meeting where I meet someone that does this? Would I go to someone's conference? Would I need to read a book about that particular topic? You know, Do I need to find a mentor to help guide me through that? Or someone that I've worked with that I respect, have them come in and coach me? What are the things you need to do to grow? Education, I can't emphasize, is really important. And on that note, personal growth outside of your organization and outside of your skill set is really important. Think about the things that you bring to the table every day. How are you motivated? Can, you know, is your mindset right? You know, are you uh, the way you communicate with people, you, the way you manage your relationships, the way you get rid of stress, the way you manage finances, all these things you bring to your personal life uh, come into your business and come into your overall success in life. So I encourage you, if you can find ways to invest in yourself, you know, it sounds hokey and, you know, self-help and self-development and personal development uh, had become buzzwords uh, to almost being corny. But really, if you find things that you're passionate about, that you are interested in, that help you develop as a person, that's one thing. But also think about internally those things that you don't even know subconsciously that you do. If you strengthen that you're going to be unstoppable. So, you know, look up self-help, see if there's any topics that seem like, oh yeah, I could work on that. Uh, look at podcasts. Is there anything that you want to listen to? You know, try out a, one episode of a couple of different, very popular inspirational mindset or personal growth coaches and see what they have to say. Maybe you'd find something that you actually really find interesting that you want to try. Uh, get out there, Feel out the waters, experiment, see what you like, and you might find that education has been right out there at your fingertips and growth and really changing how you can contribute to an organization and grow as a person is right there. And what's funny is once you start growing as a person, once you contribute and invest in your own personal development, you suddenly your job and your life becomes way more satisfying because you're growing. And something about developing and growing and feeling challenged and feeling like you've reached new uh, heights in your life and in your career is really rewarding. It's not that you're making more money or that you got the promotion. It's that you've grown, you've learned, and you, you can feel it when you've developed and you've come up with something new.
in yourself and other people see it too. That's what contributes to confidence and charisma and all those things. And Hey, that's something you can learn about too. You're like, gosh, I really want to be more charismatic. There's books on that. There's podcasts on that. One of the first things I started reading or listening to was a podcast called the art of charm. Cause I was like, I really need to be better in rooms and understanding body language and people and psychology. And, you know, read a couple books, you know, Dale Carnegie's how to make friends and influence people. It's a lot of books out there that as salespeople, uh, they have access and they've heard about all these lessons and, and books all the time. But if you're in management or in other types of organizations like I was, these weren't things that people were talking about. So all these lessons about how to really make an impact when you are in a room or make a, a difference when you are meeting someone in terms of how they respond to you, it's all out there. The, the education is vastly available and it's not something we tap into regularly or that's something our companies encourage us to tap into in a way that motivates us to do it. So invest in yourself. Third thing on the list is networking. I've kind of peppered that in throughout, but the reason you go to the events and the reason you work on how you can be a better communicator is so that when you are out there meeting new people, you have the skills you need to develop relationships. I know networking is a word that people don't like to use. It's a little buzzy, uh, has connotations to it, but think of it as you're not trying to meet people to get something out of them. You're trying to meet people to develop relationships. And who knows if you lead with the idea that you are just trying to meet as many people that you can help as possible, that eventually in time will turn into relationships that are, are beneficial to everyone. So and you never know who that person is going to be and what smallest thing, what smallest seed you can plant that can develop into a, a beautiful relationship. So work on the networking, practice networking, go to those events with the idea that I'm going to do things that are uncomfortable. I'm going to go booth to booth and talk to everybody and just see what they're about and what they're hoping to accomplish when they're at this event. A lot of the times they have these quick networking sessions. They had a speed dating style session at this small business networking conference I went to. And literally it was three minutes. You sit down, you talk to someone, you listen. If you don't have a story to, to tell, listen to see what they have to say and see if there's some common ground or something you can help them with, or just you've met somebody and maybe you guys can you know, find some way in the future to keep in touch. The uh, only advice I have there is there was a few times I sat down and it was a pitch. The person sat down, had a sales pitch in mind. A lot of time it wasn't even very confident. Uh, and that was really off-putting. So if you sit down, I'd say lead with being curious, lead with being interested in meeting that new person and what they have to say. Uh, and don't close the door. Leave your body open. Leave your opportunities open to talk to new people. There might be things that you didn't even know you were doing that are keeping people from wanting to introduce themselves to you. So you don't have to do the work. Uh, make yourself available. Go to some of the, you know, if it's a lunch or if it's a, an after party or whatever it is, make yourself available. Go bring a friend if you need, if that makes you more comfortable or go by yourself, which might encourage you or force you have to talk to other people and just ask them, especially if you're within a trade, hey, you're here for this event too. What do you do? Uh, it's a little safer when you're all there for the same purpose. Uh, the next thing I would say is work on developing your perspective. The thing that I learned pretty early on is that a lot of people want to know what you have to say. 
in a corporation like the one I was in within an ad agency, we learned a lot and learned the right things to say to evaluate opportunities. But a lot of the time, it wasn't necessarily coming from my personal perspective. It was coming from what I'd been taught over time. So if you get out there and you want to come up with your own voice, your own perspective, I'd say start writing. I know that's a little uh, funny to say that. I'm not talking about journaling, whether you can do that too. But whether it's if you're comfortable speaking, do do this, record yourself speaking, record it audio or on visual, or start writing. Type in a couple of articles or topics that, you know, top of mind, something you're, that you were interested in writing your opinion about. And if you can get yourself to write once a week, once a day, and get into the habit of writing your opinion down on things, you realize that you start to find your voice in the things that you're passionate about and the things that you're not uh, so versed on. You'll, If you're passionate about it, you'll decide, gosh, I need to learn more about this. That curiosity will be spurred so that you will go and want to research it and have a more developed opinion about something. Don't underestimate the power of having your own voice and putting that voice out there so that when you are being put on the spot to have an opinion, it's developed. You don't want to have to come up with perspective on the spot. You want to have that as a practiced skill that you can turn on because you're an expert in your industry and you've been doing it a certain amount of time. That's what changes you from being a worker in the in an industry or a manager to being a leader. The next thing I would mention is to get out there and create. So you're out there, you're networking, you're experiencing new things, you're coming up with a voice. So create something, come up with something you want to talk about. It could be your career, it could be other things, but start developing content that you're proud of. At first, you're not going to be proud of it. It's going to be hard to do. It's going to feel unnatural. But in that process, you are practicing and you are learning how to develop your own, yes, voice, like I said, but your own style and your own platform for your personality. So What's funny is everyone has the same knowledge base to pull from, and we might all come to the same answers, but your personality is what makes you different. And people like to connect with those kinds of things. So if you put yourself out there authentically and be true to how you like to communicate, save all that information, put it out there on platforms that you're comfortable with. And what's funny is you'll start to engage with people and they'll start to relate to you and you'll start developing those relationships beyond in person. In person will help. And then also online, that's where people communicate today. So you having that, that content created online helps, but also think about this. Today's resume isn't what it used to be. You sending a LinkedIn profile and hoping to get a job out of it isn't going to get it done. If you truly connect with people, that's where a lot of your leads are going to come from. But then if people hear about you and look you up, they're going to find your reputation that speaks for itself because you've been creating all this time and now they know what to expect. They know that you're the real deal. You're not just the three sentences that they can find on your LinkedIn profile. How much are they really supposed to learn from three sentences in a LinkedIn or in a one-page resume of your 20-year career, your 10-year career, your five-year career? Even two years, it's hard to squeeze on one page. If you really want to talk about the value you created, you're going to look like everyone else unless you've come up with your voice, your content, your point of view, and you've put that out into places that represent you uh, in an authentic way. The last thing I would say is get out there and speak. Speaking is hard. It's the 
top thing people are afraid of, to, you know, of doing. It's the hardest thing to get comfortable with. But the more you can get out there and speak, and if you start on camera, that might help. But if you, you know, in a room by yourself, but also get give yourself opportunities to speak in front of rooms. Bring your team in. If you have a team of people, bring them in and set up an education session where you talk to them and you, that's your getting practice and they're getting something valuable out of it too. Get involved in your local associations and clubs and find ways to talk within those groups. Not only are you going to suddenly find that there's new people that want to talk to you and that makes the networking a lot easier, but you're developing your reputation and you're practicing speaking at the same time. It's not going to be great to begin with, but you do it a few times and you're 10 times further than you were before. And then you do it a few times after that. Suddenly it's comfortable, it's rhythmic, and it has a pattern to it that you become comfortable with. You don't know what your voice is until you use it. Get out there and speak. And you know what's funny? Suddenly that reputation starts to precede you. And then you get more opportunities to get out there and put yourself out there. Think about how you're developing yourself, how you're showing up when people are looking for you, and the work you're doing on yourself. All of this work you put in, the speaking, the creating, the having a point of view, the networking, the relationships you're developing, the education, the attending events, all of this contributes to what will come across as confidence and respect because you've done the work to develop your reputation over time. These are all things that people talk about sometimes. I didn't hear it a lot. I heard it in pieces, but not like this. So if I had to encourage the people that are coming up now in the industries that I grew up in and are wondering how they can stand out, grow, have a seat at the leadership table, invest in yourself. Take some of these lessons to heart, find ways to invest in yourself, find people you can grow with, invest in them, have them invest in you, contribute to each other, develop a group that you can, you know, use to, to bounce ideas off of and grow. So all best I can give you is get out there, learn, grow, and don't rely on a company to teach you everything you know to take that next level. You've got to invest in yourself. Now, I don't mean little you know, lessons on how to do the right process. I'm talking about investing the things that help you grow as a person and as a leader. Hope those ideas help. I'd love to hear your ideas. Check me out. Click like, add a comment, share this with your friends if you found it valuable. I'd love to hear your opinions. Thanks for listening. You've just taken your marketing knowledge to another level with this episode of Brands on Brands on Brands. But we have plenty more ways to not just help you build a business, but build a brand. Head over to brandandbrands.com for more resources, as well as access to our blogs, videos, and exclusive coaching sessions with your host. Be sure to visit brandandbrands.com.